This is the World Industrial News for Monday, July 11th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. So where I saw the uh, actual information becoming useful is that that's really a disruption in the information flow because it didn't know it was going to need the extra power and it didn't know how to get the power. So they actually purchase uh, very small, fast moving assets that cost them uh, quite a lot of money. Basically, that's where the data come into it. You can't really run optimally unless you first of all know where you are and know where you need to be. And thirdly, you actually take action. Thank you. So, Pat, you know, there's there's so many encouraging solutions that are coming out around AI and the potentials here. What's necessary to ensure data quality into AI and, and other applications and solutions? I've heard you explain it before as AI being the shiny race car that everybody wants. But we all know that we need the highway built for those cars to optimize performance on. Can you talk to us a little bit about this, this foundational layer as a prerequisite to AI? What do we need to know to get there? It's a big question. Uh, getting the data and getting it in properly for what's expected by the application ha- has been a challenge. So I can give a couple of examples there. One would be if you look within a facility, you look at the informational needs of an operator versus the op- the informational needs of a maintenance person. An operator or operations, they basically are trying to have stability throughout the transient for material and energy balances, two, three days, something on that order. If you look at the maintenance people, they're looking for a cause and effect, a fault that may have caused a piece of equipment to fail, but they're looking at the same data. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Industrial Info is pleased to be presenting a complimentary webinar on the global mining sector. The webinar will be held on Wednesday, July 13th at 10 a.m. Central Time and repeated later for audiences in Europe and the Asia-Pacific region. Join our industry experts as they discuss the trends and drivers of the global mining sector for the remainder of this year and 2023. The webinar will include commentary and analysis by commodity and geographic region. Visit industrialinfo.com to learn more and RSVP. Industrial planning often gets criticized in the U.S. by free market purists who blast most government efforts to shape and support a strategically important industry as socialism under another name, misguided at best and pernicious at worst. But a new report from the International Energy Agency shows the value of a government's long-term conscious intent to nurture an industry that is vital to a clean energy future. In this case, the industry is solar photovoltaics and the country is China. The IEA's first ever report on the global PV industry supply chain, special report on solar PV global supply chains, which was released on July 7th, shows the potential perils of pure free market capitalism for the PV industry, which is confronting Chinese domination of most phases of the PV supply chain. As a result, the Energy Agency warns that the road 
road to net zero carbon emissions now necessarily goes through Beijing. With its abundant renewable energy resources, South America and Central America have emerged as green hydrogen's next top destinations. Green hydrogen is produced via the electrolysis of water, a process that can be powered by renewable energy. While this eliminates carbon from the equation, it is expensive to develop. Industrial Info is tracking nearly $35 billion worth of green hydrogen projects across South America, Central America, and the Caribbean, $29 billion of which is attributed to projects in Brazil. One of the top destinations for green hydrogen projects is the Brazilian state of Serra, which sits on the eastern coast. Serra has signed more than 15 memoranda of understanding with companies interested in developing green hydrogen production at Porto do Pacim, which has some of the best terrain in the region for wind and solar power. Outside of Brazil, Chile and Argentina are the most prominent countries for green hydrogen development in the region. And the Dutch government has revealed plans to invest 750 million euro to develop a national hydrogen transportation network. It has given the green light to state-owned Gasuni to begin construction. Gasuni is the owner and operator of the Dutch and North German high-pressure gas transmission systems. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at W www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.